What I like to do every once in a while, we're in part three of a series that we're calling um, Summer at City Hope. And really, it's not a series. Uh, a lot of times, our series have a theme to it, have a, a certain teaching that we're going down. Really, this, is, this really is more of a just a, a, a collection of various topics. And I don't know about you, but I have really enjoyed the last two weeks of Summer at City Hope. Pastor Ed was here a couple weeks ago, and then last week we did five in six, which is an incredible um, group of people that they, they spent six minutes apiece, five, five people talking for six minutes, bringing the message today or last week, and then today's a little bit different as well, and I'll tell you more about that in a moment, but uh, what I like to do every once in a while is just pump the brakes on what we're doing, and I like to give you some vision. I like to kind of tell you where we've been and where we're headed, and, and just, uh, I like to call it a state of the church address, all right? You've heard of the state of the union address? All right, this one's going to be state of the church address, and, and not the church at large, but the church here, City Hope specifically, all right? We're going to talk about that today, and I want to celebrate some things with you, kind of celebrate what God has done and what he is doing. And so my favorite scripture when it comes to vision is Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. And I love this scripture. It says that if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. In other words, if people, if we as City Hope Church cannot see what God is doing here, if we don't recognize what God is doing, if we, if we can't accept the, the vision and the passion and the things that God's put in our heart, we're going to stumble all over ourselves. We'll be going in all kinds of directions. But when we attend to what he reveals, that's when we're the most blessed. When we can see what he's doing and we say, hey, I want to be on board with that. When we see what he's doing and we go, uh, sign me up, I'm, I want to be part of this vision. I want to help make a difference. That's when we're the most blessed. And, and I don't know about you, but I want to be the most blessed. Anybody else, you want to be blessed today? Amen. A couple of you? Well, all right. Hey, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. So we want to be the most blessed. Now, um, in order for you to see what God is doing here, I want to tell you a little bit about what he's done, all right? So I want to tell you what, he, what he's done, what he's doing, I believe what he's going to do in our church. But I, I'm telling you this because I don't want you to stumble, all right? I want you to see what he's up to. So, um, so let me do that real quick. Let me give you some, I love metrics, I love statistics, I love numbers, because I think if something matters, we should measure it. Come on, somebody. Like if it's, if it's worth doing, then we ought to really keep track of it, right? And so let me tell you a few things uh, that what God has done here. Um, since we launched the church two and a half years ago, 29 months ago nearly, um, uh, 1,548 people have walked through the doors as guests, and those are documented. So there's been a lot more who came through the doors that we don't know whether they were here or not, but that is 1,548 people who filled out a connection card, who allowed us to pray for them by name. Come on, somebody. That's pretty awesome right there. That's incredible. Um, th these next two are my favorite. That from the day that we launched the church, from, from, from January 27, 2019, uh, 465 people uh, have given their lives to Jesus Christ, documented salvations. They have, they have signed, uh, filled out a card, a connection card to say, I went all in with Jesus today. And on top of that, 351 documented recommitments. To, they, people gave their life to Jesus. And I think that is pretty incredible. Over 700, nearly 800 people have made decisions to follow Christ. And, and then 
Of course, uh, we've seen 89 baptisms in our first two and a half years. Um, and which ba- baptism is today, by the way. You probably saw when you came in, there's a table set up for baptism. And if, you've, if you have not taken that next step, we would love to celebrate with you today. It's not just a fad. It's not something that we, we do because um, that's what other churches do. It's actually what Jesus commanded us to do. And he, and he said, do, do what I do. He was baptized himself. And so he, he says, go to the world, preach the gospel, and baptize them. And so baptism is a outward sign that something's different, that we lay you back in the water, the old you is gone, we raise you up in the wa- out of the water, the new you is here. Come on, somebody. It's a, it's a spiritual change in your life. So um, and check this out. Since the beginning of this year, we have grown, this, the church attendance here at City Hope has grown by 52% since January of this year. That is incredible. That is so, so incredible. And, and um, at the end of every service, we always talk about a next steps box. And, and it's something that we give to people who make a decision to follow Christ. Since Easter of this year, we've given out 93 next steps boxes to people who they just wanted to know what their next steps is. What, what am I supposed to do? Come on, 93, that's pretty incredible. And then one of my favorites, I think, is um, since we started the church, 3,424 hours have been prayed through 21 days of prayer. And that's, that's pretty strong. 3,424. 3424. So uh, we're on a journey. And that's what I want to just, I want to reiterate to you today. We're on a journey to help people do four things. We want to help people know God. We want to help people find freedom. We want to help people discover purpose. And we want to help people make a difference in their lives. Here's the thing. We do those four things and we're going to do them until Jesus comes back, right? We're, not, we're just not going to change who we are. There's a lot of different things and things uh, that we could do and ways that we could approach things, but we do four things, and that's what we're going to continue to do as a church. And so um, that's, that's our heartbeat, help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and then go make a difference, all right? So uh, let me show you. What I want to do real quick is show you where we're headed, all right? If you, if you don't have vision, we stumble over ourselves. So I want to show you some vision over the next two months, uh, some things that are going to be happening here at the church, just kind of so you know what to expect, what's coming up. And that is today we launch small groups, everybody. Small groups are kicking off today. The summer small group semester is, is kicking off. And you wonder, well, why do people get, why are we clapping about small groups? Because that's where the rubber meets the road, all right? It's where life change really happens. And then uh, the way that we help you discover purpose is really through our growth track which is, um, it, it's how you join the church. You might wonder, like, how, I want to be a member here. How do I do that? Growth track. I want to I, I serve. How do I do that? Growth track. Uh, I'm, not ready, I'm not ready to do any of that, but I just want to see if this is a place that I do want to plant some roots. Growth track. Whatever it is, growth track's the on-ramp to help you get more involved. And so step one starts today. We do it every single month. But today's a fresh day to start, and it's happening now, but it'll also happen again at 11.30 right after this service, so you can, you can check that out as well. And then our first ever, the first time we we're ever doing this, Summer Blast is June 28th through the 30th, and the best way that I can kind of sum up Summer Blast is it's kind of like VBS, but not really. 
I, I don't even know if, I know that doesn't help you at all. But um, I know some of you, you have signed your kids up for every, every summer, every VBS in Wichita Falls. You have something lined up for them every day, like free childcare. Come on, somebody, let's take advantage of it, right? So I know, I know, but summer blast is a little bit different in that it's going to happen in the evenings so that you as parents can be involved with that. Like, we, we want you to be involved. Now, you, like, you can sit in the back and watch them. You don't have, like, there's no involvement you have to have in this, in, in the, it's kind of like a kid's conference, but you get to be a part of it. You can sit in the balcony and just watch them worship and, and see how they're poured into, because I believe that Summer Blast is one of those things that can really shape a kid's destiny, and they'll walk away, some of them saved and changed and set free. Come on, let's thank God for that. That's happening. June 28th and the third, through the 30th, and we actually have our, uh, our home church in Alabama is bringing out a team to help us put on our very first one, so uh, you don't want to miss that. And then I'm going to give you one more thing that's coming up, which is uh, Sur- Serve Day. Serve Day is July the 10th, and Serve Day is, uh, it's not just the one time a year that we serve our community. We actually serve on a consistent basis. We do first Saturday serve, we do outreaches. But this is, um, this is a big day for us because we join with churches all across the world, literally, and we're painting the town red this year. I mean, every red shirt that we can get out there to serve, to make a difference, to be a blessing. And, and people are going to respond. They're going to say, why are you doing this? Why, why, are you, why are you treating me this way? Because God loves you. And we do too. And so it's, it's just coming up, and I want you to know about that. Mark your calendar for that. And then the next thing is uh, the motion conference for our, our, um, our students. This is um, junior high and high school students. And uh, honestly, we're actually sold out of availability for this. We can't, like if you wanted to go, you, you can't even go anymore. But the only reason I'm telling you about this, parents, is because we, our kids ministry, our student ministry is something you need to know about. In fact, this Wednesday is what we call motion night. And it is once a month youth service for, um, for junior high and high schoolers. And it's happening this Wednesday. If they're not involved, they need to be involved. I'm telling you, they will love it. And then they also participate in small groups throughout the small group semester, uh, city groups, things like that. So uh, if you didn't know about the motion conference and you're like, man, I wish I knew, get involved in our student ministry and you will know. All right, all right. And then one more thing, one more thing I want to give you. And that is, I, I hope there's an eruption of, of clapping on this one because it's one of my favorite, two, two, two times a year it happens. And it's one of my favorite. It is August 1st through the 21st. We're getting ready for 21 days of prayer. Come on, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be so powerful. In fact, I'm hoping that we can share some testimonies of like some legitimate miracles that happen out of the January 21 days of prayer where, um, where uh, in a couple that was uh, trying to have uh, babies, now they're going to have some babies, all right? Babies, they're going to have babies, all right? And then, and then somebody else I know who's dealt with anxiety for years and years, healed in the name of Jesus. They haven't had an episode since and haven't had their medication. Come on, somebody. That's incredible. So... God is good. He's moving there. And, um, and I'm just trying to show you the, the things that are coming up and kind of give you a clear picture there. But uh, trying to be intentional, all right? And I want to take a few minute, moments just to, here at the end to, to show you what your giving has done through, through the end of last month. And I'm only doing this because I want you to know 
what God's doing. Uh, we're not taking up a special offering. We're not doing any, nothing like that. But the reason we tell you is because um, I, I don't want you to stumble. I want you to see what God's been doing here through City Hope. And so we, we never ask you to give. We always ask you to ask God what he wants you to do, all right? And so let me, let me give you a couple thoughts here. Uh, that since the beginning of this year, for the first five months of the year, we've been able to operate the church on 65% of your giving. That's pretty incredible right there. 65%. Imagine if you, we did that with our personal incomes, right? Come on. I mean, that is a testimony of God's goodness. And, uh, and we're only able to do that because we have such a small staff for a church of seven to 900 and we have three full-time staff members. So uh, come on, let's give it up for the dream team because that is the way we're able to do that. The dream team, love you. So let me show you a couple things real quick about where our giving is going in the first part of the year. Internationally, we've given $17,158 outside of our church to international missions. That's, that's uh, Israel. The first 1% of our income goes to Israel. The first transaction we make every month, Israel. It goes to Israel to feed Jews and Arabs there. Uh, Cuba, Pakistan, Bible translation. Uh, the, next, the next area is national missions. This is, um, this is church planting, church revitalization, resourcing other pastors. We've given $21,000. That is not a, a rounded up number. It's an exact number. $21,000 outside of the walls this year to help resource other churches. And then locally, We've given $18,478.10 to uh, ministries and, and, and outreaches and serve days right here locally. In fact, yesterday was serve day. First sun, Saturday of every month, we do serve day. And uh, our, our outreach team was out yesterday, uh, grilled 480 burgers over at Sputter Park and just gave them all away, gave, just fed people. And there was a homeless man who was gathering firewood uh, so that he could build a fire uh, and try to help keep the mosquitoes away for him. And uh, one of our team members went over and met him and, and took him six burgers. And, and the guy says, I don't understand why you're doing this. Why you, why you want to be around somebody like me? You know, why are you coming to talk to me? And it was a testimony of God's goodness. Come on, somebody. It's like, that's why we do what we do. And it's worth every penny that we give outside of the walls of this church. Amen? So, so total this year... $56,636.10 given outside of the walls of this church to make a difference, to God be the glory. Come on, let's give him all the praise. Amen. Amen. Well, I, wanna, I just wanted to share that with you today because I think, uh, I think it's good for you to know what God has been doing, and, and I want to keep it in front of you because where there's no vision, people perish, all right? And so we have a lot of vision left over. Like there's, we have $600,000 of vision right now that we could, we could do to this building and repaint the outside and add elevators and all those kinds of things, but we only move at the pace of generosity. So um, that's how we do things, how we've always done things in our two and a half years. So um, uh, I'm, I'm honored to just be able to stand before you and report a, a state of the church, what God has done in our first five months of the year. So uh, before we get on with the message, can, I think we need to give God all the glory for this because it's not me and it's not you, it's God who makes it happen. So can we just give God thanks today? Thank you, Lord, for, for your blessing and your favor on our lives. Amen. Well, we are gonna uh, move to the message now and we're gonna talk about 
connections. We're gonna, today's small group launch day, and so there's no one else I know of who's more passionate or qualified to talk about this subject of getting in a group than my wife, Annalise. So will y'all give it up for Annalise? Come on, welcome her. Good morning. All right. Um, I'm just super excited after that, like just thinking about all God has done already in City Hope, through City Hope, and just excited about what He has in store and really honored. We are honored to be your pastors and to lead um, City Hope and just blessed to be a part of the City Hope family. So um, thank you all for being a part. Um, But I am super excited to get to talk today about relationships and getting connected. Um, If anybody's ever done the Gallup's Strength Finders test, my number one quality or personality um, is woo. And that means winning others over. So people who have the woo personality... We love to connect with others, and not only do we love connecting with others, we get joy and we really are like passionate about getting other people connected to each other. So I do think I'm kind of qualified to talk about this, um, and I really am excited about it. Um, So do you ever feel like you've lost passion for things that you once enjoyed? Do you ever feel stuck and feel like you're searching for purpose? Um, Do you ever feel like you're going through the motions of every day, just day after day after day, kind of like a hamster in a wheel just spinning around? Um, And sometimes these feelings come in seasons, but those feelings can all be feelings of disconnect. And we're not meant to feel that. Um, According to some statistics that I found this week, because I too love numbers, I'm a math teacher and I love some numbers. Um, According to Cigna U.S. Loneliness Index, 60% of adults report that they sometimes or always feel lonely. More than four out of 10 Americans right now feel lonelier than ever before. And then um, another study found that there is a greater feeling of loneliness among people who use social media more frequently. And I love social media, don't get me wrong, I do. I love social media, but for a lot of us, we think that we're more connected because of social media and technology. But in reality, we're actually more disconnected. Um, Social media, and again, I love it. I love to see everybody's highlights and what's going on, but social media really is just that. It is our highlights of our day. Not many people get on there and post about or take a picture of that argument that you're having with your spouse at the moment or when you yell at your kids, okay? Those things happen and we don't see that on social media. We see all the positive. So when we are feeling disconnected, most of us go and start scrolling through social media and then we just keep going downhill mentally because all we're seeing is the highlights and those people that we're looking at on social media they're having some hard times too, okay? So the past year has been a struggle for a lot of us because some of us, the only connection we did have was social media because we were in quarantine and we were isolated and we are not meant for isolation, okay? Some of us are natural extroverts. How many of you are a natural extrovert? I like to qualify myself as an extreme extrovert. Okay, if you ask people who know me real well, they will agree with that. 
I love to be around people and I could literally be around people 24 seven and I don't think I would ever get tired of it. Um, Ben, on the other hand, he loves you and he loves people, but he is a natural introvert and he also really loves his recliner and some peace and quiet. Okay, but even Ben, even you introverts in the room need connection because that's how God created us. And, you know, we went through quarantine, which was isolation for everyone. And then we got back into more of a normal life now, busy schedules again, and um, just the busyness impact life. And just like isolation is not good, really our busyness and our packed schedules are wreaking havoc on relationships as well because we say we don't have time to connect with others. So neither of those, isolation or packed schedules, are good for us. So what I'm encouraging us today and what we're going to talk about is slowing down a little bit again in a healthy way in connecting with others. So before we get into what the Word says, I want to share one more thing that I found that I thought was really cool. Um, Five benefits of healthy relationships, and it's based off an article that I found written by Northwestern Medicine. Um, The first benefit is less stress. Being in healthy relationships with others is directly linked to less production of cortisol, I think that's how I say it, Um, which is a stress hormone that our body produces. So when we're connected to others, our body like literally doesn't produce as much of that stress hormone. So we in turn have less stress. Um, Second benefit is better healing, not just emotional healing, but physical healing as well. Um, It's easier to get through a healing process when you are connected to others. And like I thought about it first, the physical part of it, you know, if you are, if the doctor instructs you to be off your feet for five days, how are you going to get things done if you don't have a relationship with somebody, even if it's not a spouse, a friend who can cook meals for you or clean your house or whatever, so you can be off of your feet for those five days. Healing takes place faster when we're connected. The third benefit is healthier behaviors. It's easier to get into routine and create healthier habits when we have someone holding us accountable. Um, I hadn't worked out since before COVID, no joke. For like over a year, I did not work out and I finally got back into it and I do a group workout. And I love it because if I'm not there, if I don't show up at 5 a.m. later on that day, somebody's gonna text me and they're gonna ask me, not in a rude way, but like, hey, where were you? We missed you this morning. So it holds us accountable. Number four, a greater sense of purpose. It's natural to want to feel needed. Relationships give you that sense. It's hard to get that sense when we are alone and you feel that no one needs you. But I do want to say that that thought and that feeling that no one needs you is a lie from the enemy, and you've got to get connected for that thought to go away, and also for others to encourage you to, to not listen to the lie from the, from the enemy. And the last benefit is longer life. There is research, I haven't read the research, but the article talked about it, that suggests that healthy relationships make a higher impact than even some medications on lowering blood pressure and stress levels, which in turn leads, for long, leads to longer life. And I just thought that was super cool as I was studying this week. And so I wanted to talk, just share those. And now let's get into the word. So how are we created? How did God design us? 
And I'm going to talk about four different ways. The first is we are built like a building. Ephesians 2, 20 through 22 says, God is building a home. He's using us all irrespective of how we got here. So no matter where you came from, no matter what your past is, he's using us in what he is building. He's used the apostles and the prophets for the foundation. Now he's using you, fitting you in brick by brick, stone by stone with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. He is our cornerstone, but we are connected to one another and Um, And that's just exciting. And we see it taking shape day after day, a holy temple built by God, all of us built into it, a temple in which God is quite at home. When we are connected, he is comfortable and he is at home in us. And, you know, you think about it when people are building houses, you don't see anybody out there just stacking bricks on top of one another with nothing connecting the bricks, right? If they don't connect those bricks with that mortar or concrete, I think it's mortar, right? Yeah, I'm not a building person. But if they don't connect the bricks with mortar, what's going to happen? That house is going to fall apart, right? Would you agree with that? Well, so us, spiritually, if we are not connected with one another like God created us to be, then we are going to crumble at some point. It may not be today, but tomorrow or the next day when we face something difficult, we are going to crumble because we're not connected to one another, to the body of Christ. Um, And so we can't do life alone. Um, I say it all the time to people. I'm always saying you can't do life alone. And one hashtag that I love, I don't know if hashtags are popular anymore, but I love this one, um, better together. I just love it because it really is true. We bring out the best in each other. Life is hard. We're going to have ups and downs, and that's why we need one another to walk through those situations together. Okay, number two, we are joined in a body. Romans 12, four through six, or four through five, excuse me, says, each of us has one body with many parts, and the parts do not all have the same purpose. So also we, as many persons, We are many persons, but in Christ, we are one body. Each part of the body belongs to all other parts. Okay, we are the body of Christ. We have a part to play. Each one of us has a part to play. Just like you don't see my head over here on my left side, my hands over here, and my feet somewhere else. That would be kind of scary, okay? We are just like that. We can't do the work of what God wants us to do if we're not connected as the body of Christ. We are so much more um, productive and we have so much more impact when we are the true body of Christ and connected together. Number three, we are born into a family. First Timothy 3.15, in case I'm delayed, I want you to know how people who are members of God's family must live. God's family is the church of the living God, the pillar and the foundation of truth. Christianity is not just a belief system. It's a belong system. And I hope and pray that as you have come to City Hope and as you've been coming weekend after weekend, that you feel that, that you feel like you belong, because that is our hope and our desire, is that you feel like you belong to this family, City Hope family. And then we all belong to his family because we are all adopted 
into his family. And being part of a family means that we walk in love. Okay, there's going to be times we may not totally agree with actions that a person is doing, but we still are responsible to walk in love. Um, I'm a school teacher. I teach at Ryder High School, and I tell my students at the beginning of every year and then throughout the year because they need reminders, a lot of them. Um, but I tell them, you're not, you don't have to be everybody's best friend, okay? But you do have to be kind to one another. And that's what a family does and is. And that's what we need to do as a church family is to walk in love. And um, so just want to encourage you in that. Last one, number four, is we are attached to a vine. John, uh, John fifteen four, remain joined to me just as I also remain joined to you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain joined to the vine in the same way you can't bear fruit unless you remain joined to me. And on this particular point, I just want to talk about two different types of connection, a vertical connection and a horizontal connection. Um, Being connected to God is our vertical connection. And I'm a math teacher, so I'm like very visual with my hands here. But I want you to see that. Being connected to God is our vertical connection. Being connected to others is our horizontal connection. And doing one without the other is not healthy. Being connected to God, having that vertical connection is very important in our lives. But if we are not connected to others also, we are going to struggle emotionally. Because we, again, we're not meant to walk through life without friends. And if we try to walk through situations and walk through life day after day without that connection of friends, then we're going to, again, crumble one day because it's not sustainable. We have to have that horizontal connection. But then if we're connected to others without our connection with God, then we are going to struggle spiritually because we cannot be fulfilled without God in our everyday lives. Both of those relationships are so important. And we, on the horizontal connection, the connection with others, I just want to encourage you to make sure that you're connected to those who can encourage you spiritually. In Proverbs thirteen twenty, it says, to walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. And this particular wisdom that they're talking about here is not intellect. Um, it's spiritual wisdom. We have, to, we have to have those friends in our lives that are spiritually wise so that they encourage us with godly wisdom. And I'm not saying don't have friends that are not from City Hope or anything like that. All I'm saying is make sure that you have friends that are strong in the Lord so that you can be encouraged spiritually when you need that. Because we are going to be, we're going to have times in our life where we're down and we are discouraged. Y'all, I have those often, okay? But I have friends who can see that in me and they can encourage me and they can uplift me with godly wisdom when I need it. And we all need that. And so what does this mean? It means... That you need to get connected. <laughs> and the perfect time is right now. Um, you know, I want to encourage you to slow down. Make time 
to connect with others who will encourage you spiritually. Quit saying you are too busy. Quit making excuses. We all can make them. I know we can. But for our health, we have to slow down and make time for connection. Make time for the one thing that will bring health to you spiritually, emotionally, and even potentially physically. And the perfect time is right now. Today, Ben talked about it a minute ago, small groups are launching today. Um, There's an insert in your worship guide, but then there's also small groups listed on our website. There's a couple groups that aren't on the insert, so make sure you check out the website as well or the Church Center app. But find a small group that fits your schedule, that fits your needs, like your family time. You can also go to the small groups lounge, which is, you'll see a small groups table out in the lobby, and there'll be people there that can answer questions. Um, Some people have on small groups t-shirts today. Ask questions, find a small group that you can get involved in and just enjoy life together. That's the purpose of the small groups. This summer um, semester is a short one. It's only six weeks long. And so a lot of our summer groups are really more casual, just community groups and the purpose of doing those is for you to connect with one another and build lifelong relationships y'all some of our very very best friends um, from Alabama and I think I cry about this every time I talk about it maybe or every time Ben talks about it but are some friends that we met in our first small group that we hosted and they we see them still to this day every year they come out here and see us and They are some of our best friends. And it started with a small group, getting connected in a small group. And it might be hard at first to make sure that you make it to the group, but I promise if you make it a priority, it will become easier and easier. And you will be glad that you made it a priority and you will feel better. All right, so I just wanna encourage you with that today um, to get connected, make time. Um, So I'm going to invite Ben to come back on platform here to close out the service. But before he comes up, I do want to pray for you. Um, I know some of you are in a season and I talked to a couple people even after first service that uh, like just agreed and confirmed to me why I'm sharing this today. But some of you are in a season where you feel lonely or you feel disconnected or you feel like you're not needed. And I want to pray for you today. And then there's another group of you that you may be sitting there today and you're thinking, this is me. I need to take that step. I need to make getting connected and make small groups a priority in my life. And so I wanna pray over you as well. So as everyone um, will close your eyes and bow your heads, if either one of those groups that I just mentioned, if that's you, I would love for you, I'm gonna pray over all of us, but I would love for you to slip your hand up just so that I can see who I'm praying for. If you would say, I'm feeling lonely, I'm feeling disconnected, I know that I need to step into a small group. I know that I need to slow down in my life and make time for connecting with others. I just wanna pray over you. So God, I thank you so much for today, God, for those in this room and even some of those watching online, Father, that would say, I need to get connected because I'm in a place of loneliness, of disconnect, God. I just pray right now, Father, that you would give them strength, God, to take the step that they need to take to get connected in a group and get to get connected with other believers, God. And I pray for divine appointments, God. I pray that as people are looking at the list, Father, that groups would just 
jump out off the page or jump off the website and they would know that that's the group that they need to sign up for. And when they do that, God, that you truly would bring alongside them, Father, godly men and women to walk through life with them, Father, and that you would just show them, Father, the importance of relationships, Father. I thank you, God, that you did not call us to do life alone and that you have placed in our paths people that will encourage us and uplift us and be there for us no matter what we're going through. We just praise you for today and we thank you, Father, that for many of us, this is going to be a new season in our life of just spiritual healthiness, emotional health, and physical health. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's thank Annalise for that message today. So good. Um, what I'd love for you to do is I want to close this out with um, give you a chance to respond on, on a vertical level. So if you would mind just, just close your eyes again. And if you're here today and, and for you, like the, the issue is a vertical level. And what I mean by that is, is like you're, you're not in relationship with God. That's the most important relationship you'll ever have. Like you, you could be, you could have all the best friends in the world and you could have a great horizontal relationship with people around you, but it doesn't mean a thing if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. It means nothing. And so I want to encourage you in just a moment to respond to that. Like, like this is, this is the biggest question of the day is where are you going to spend eternity, right? And where, where, where are you gonna where are you gonna go when it's all said and done it's it's heaven or it's hell and so i want to give you an opportunity to make sure that jesus christ is the lord of your life that you have a vertical relationship with him not not do's and don'ts not rules and regulations but relationship right and so if maybe if you're far from god maybe you've drifted maybe you're maybe you were close to god at one point in your life but you've you've turned away Whatever it is, if, if you're far from God today, if you don't have a relationship with God, I want to give you an opportunity to accept Him as your Lord and Savior today. And if that's you, on the count of three, I want you to just slip up your hand and I want to lead you in a prayer, all right? If that's you, one, two, three, just slip up your hand and say, that's me. God bless you. I see you back here. Anybody else say, that's me, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. Anybody else, anyone up top, uh, anyone in the back, I see you. I see you, sir. God bless you. Amen. Anyone else? I want to make Jesus the Lord. I, I'm not vertical with him. I've, I've got great friends, but I'm, I'm on a fast track away from God. Amen. Hey, I want all of us to pray this prayer together. All, all of us, let's pray this prayer for three people today who have decided they need Jesus today. They're giving it all to Jesus. Let's say this together. Say, Jesus, I give you my life. Heart, soul, mind strength I surrender I accept you're my savior you are my lord from this day forward I will live for you I will serve you I will follow you the best that I know how thank you for forgiving me and for cleansing me I'm yours and you are mine in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Come on, let's thank God today. Let's thank God for three more people who said, I'm going all in today, amen.